Well, hello there. I'm Dave Holmes, and welcome to Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture, because it is the one that is keeping us from freaking the fuck out. Our fall plans on Troubled Waters were to pit two teams of comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale, but along came the Delta variants. So now teaming up with another person who is not in your quarantine pod is still possibly lethal, still definitely more frowned upon than trying to fit a visual meme into an audio format like I just did. So for now, it's one comic against another to win this battle. Each comic will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical skills, maybe the great comebacks they've been saving in a notebook all throughout this year and a half to earn the coveted Troubled Waters title, Pundit Emeritus. That title gives a person's opinion on, let's say, why pandemic movies are not doing so well at the box office. More weight than a civilian's. Uh, You're listening to Troubled Waters. Let's meet our comics. Our first is an actor. He's a comedian. He's a Troubled Waters favorite. He's an American treasure. His name is Kale Hills. Hello, Kale. Hello. Thank you for having How me. How are you? I am holding up about as well as one could be doing uh, mm-hmm. over the past year, but I'm great. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to be here. I'm very intimidated by who I am uh, facing today. I, uh, you should be. You should the, be. You have good I'm, reason. Pop, pop culture... I want to say uh, king, savant, knower, expert, maven. Uh, Well, I mean, let's meet him. He's an improviser. He hosts podcast Killed the Video Star. He is Oscar Montoya. Hello, Oscar. Hi. What are you talking about? We know everything, Oscar. uh, That's absolutely not true. And I will say, well, thank you. Keep spreading that rumor. And uh, the thing that I will say, Kale and I, our last podcast appearance together was in a friend's trivia podcast that kale whooped my ass at so i don't know about a podcast a friend's trivia podcast yeah what were, what were your stumpers everything i mean i've never seen friends so i don't know the oh, questions were like I, well i haven't seen uh i haven't really seen friends either i think uh, oscar and i both have weird pop culture blind spots i think yes. and mm. friends is one of them the questions on that show were like um what color shirt was Ross wearing when he did X, Y, or Z? It was tough. No. So, you no. know, I, hopefully the questions stay or not, the challenges today are not that <laughs> hard. Okay. Um, Kale, I don't want to alarm you, but there is a cat right behind you. Oh, my God. Yeah, yes. he's over your shoulder. He's looking at you. This is who Mr. Is Darcy. This is Mr. Darcy. Mr. Um, Darcy. He's a little tuxedo cat who is about a year old now. So he's in his, uh, he's probably mentally, what, like a seven-year-old? Um, Maybe I don't know. I don't know how it works for cats. Yeah, I mean, dogs are is like seven years, but what's is it the same for cats as well? Maybe a little bit. Uh, cats live tend to live a little bit longer. Longer. Uh, also, cats true, might yeah. be smarter than dogs, right? Is that what they say? They might. Be. They're definitely they say- like they're craftier, they're mm-hmm. savvier, mm-hmm. they're sneakier. Yes. Cats um, famously yeah. domesticated themselves. Oh, I didn't know that. 
Yeah, they like realized that they were going to get a better deal out of hanging out with humans who would feed them instead of having to hunt. So they just started showing up to people's homes. Also, apparently cats, like cats, like the meowing that cats do isn't something cats naturally do. It's something that they do because of humans. Oh. Like cats in the wild don't meow. Yeah. Weird. We um we have taken on a stray cat. Um, a stray cat showed up at our door uh, yeah. a little over a year ago, and uh, and she's been fixed. Like she was feral, and she's got the you know the clipped ear, so that tells you she's been fixed or mm. whatever. But but we feed her twice a day, and she has become so affectionate, um, so sweet. Like she was really she hissed and and was like very skittish around us. Yeah, and, and now it's like you know once a day we have a little daddy and daughter time. Out in the front yard, I go What's and I name? sit on our little half wall, and she jumps in my lap. Keisha Lorraine. <laughs> um, she's she's really sweet and loving, and and. It's, Can I just say we need to name our pets after foods more? Like that yeah. is, I would love yeah. to have a pet. I have a name picked out for this pet, Edamame. Like I oh, wait. I, it would make me so crazy. I also have a name picked out for a hypothetical dog, and it is a food item. Wait, what is what it? What is it? I'm going to call, whenever I get a dog, you know, fingers crossed, knock on wood, it's going to be, he's going to be called Prosciutto. Oh, Prosciutto okay. and Edamame. Okay. Okay. That's Pro a show that I'm pitching to NBC park. right there. Okay. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, I My next dog will just be called Food. Yeah. Um, okay. So now you have met our players. It is time to see who has the better grasp of what is really happening and mattering, rocking our worlds this week, pop culturally speaking. Players, if you are ready, you will be given, well, either way, even if you're not ready, you will be given a chance to tell me what you think is the most important or tragically overlooked person, event of the last week or two. Uh, Kale, we'll start with you. Okay. I don't know if this is kosher because I don't want to necessarily bring COVID talk into what is a fun space. I'm but leaving. <laughs> I am obsessed with Chet Hanks's oh my god anti-vax Instagram oh video. God. Oh, oh my, my lord, Kale, why are you bring this up? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's so funny and pitch perfectly calibrated to be. Endlessly rewatchable, mm-hmm. and I have hate watched it over and over again. And also, it's kind of a good character reel. Like, if he wanted to audition yes. for JFL or something, he's got a character ready to go because I was with him. I was with yes. him in the first half when he's pretending but to then, be. Oh, Kale, he he does a little switcheroo. He does. And he turns out to be anti-vax. One of the top five comedic turns of all time. Really incredible. Really (laughs) incredible. Yeah, it works on me every time. Um, I loved his one uh, from last year when he was, you know, talking about Tom and Rita uh, (sighs) getting COVID, but that they were going to be fine, y'all. I loved his thing at the Golden Globes when Tom Hanks got some sort of like special, you know, lifetime achievement award or whatever. Mm -hmm. He um, he recorded a little something talking like this: "Me father Tom Hanks Mm -hmm. and me mother Rita." Um, He's amazing. 
he is such an incredible American. Listen, and I, somehow um, his patois is missing from from this one. Somehow this I was is, gonna uh, say, I was gonna yeah. say, I really was expecting some patois to show up. It, it just is yes. his brand now. I think it's like he's amazing. Listen, you you got to give me that crunchy ass patois when you're speaking. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It, yeah. I felt a little cheated out of that. I okay. Listen, and I'm and Christian, you're included on this. I am looking at a screen. We have four fantastic homosexual gentlemen. I have a question. I just need you to be honest. Show of hands, Chet Hanks. Would you? <gasps> oh. I'm the only one. You're. You are all <laughs> liars. You're liars. I mean, no. As I, God, it's just that's tough because I think Oscar and I both love a himbo. We yeah. do, we do, but he's, he's not kind enough. That's that is true. That is Gail, true. That's correct. Gail, that's th- true. I gotta have some sweetness to you. Got to have some sweetness to you, at, at least mm-hmm. a little bit. That guy is mm-hmm. sour, sour candy. He's sour. He's sour. Without, with no sweetness. Here's yeah. here's Christian how Christian needs a good head of hair. Well, we don't really oh, know whether Chet Hanks has have... a good head of hair. We're gonna Google um, Chet. So I think I feel like it's a lot of. Caps. It's a lot of baseball caps That's with old right. Chet. Oh yeah. The last now, time I saw him without a cap was when he was in the Bratz movie, way back in like two thousand and eight. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> Dave. There what? is a live action Bratz movie, and Chet Hanks is a plays a nerd, science nerd that turns quote unquote hot. One of the Bratz oh. girls really, uh, you know what I mean. Uh, Makes him over into this this hottie boom body, uh, but he is looking dorkalicious back in his Bratz days. Mm, it's very funny. Okay. If you well, want to see some vintage, you, Chet Hanks, okay. check out the Bratz movie. Also, it's is the this most the Bratz movie, movie you've ever seen. that was choreographed partially by Paula Abdul until they well, fired her because okay. and it also didn't treat her like the gift that she is. Listen, and I love that you said partially because there is an iconic. I mean, if we're talking pop culture, there's an iconic episode of Hey Paula, her reality TV show, where she gets an email where they fire her from being a producer, choreographer, costume designer. Also, why are you giving this woman so many jobs? Yes. For the Bratz No wonder she's not thriving. She's wearing too many hats. (laughs) (laughs) She's weighed down by the hats. But she loses it. She is yes. fully in tears. It is an iconic moment. I don't oh. think you can find it online anymore. It is very hard mm. to find that clip. But Pop Culture Sleuths, get on it, find it. It's there. It's so and good. It's, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, she's like, uh, you know, I need to be treated like the gift that I am. Mm. And then her assistants are in another room and they make some noise. And she goes, I'm trying to tell a story. And it's like, no, you're not telling a story. You're just... <laughs> Saying that people don't understand how great you are. Her over and all her makeup oh. is just on the table. Oh. It is a sad, sad moment. Sad It moment. is. It is. Mm-hmm. It's a very sad and yet delicious moment. Oh, of um, Okay, so Chet, Chet Hanks. I just, I love, yeah, I, what, what I'm obsessed with. Chet Hanks? Oh, he, he's got lovely eyes and, <laughs> and, and he's obviously dumb and he just looks like he, you know. Yeah. Smoke you out and fuck you into next week and then never call you back. <laughs> and I appreciate that. He definitely will not call you back, though. He'll yeah, he'll no, make never. pretend he's never met you before. Never, never. He'll have his assistant take care of it. Oh, you know he has an God. assistant. But what I'm obsessed with in the Chet Hanks moment is is the instant just before he hits record on the thing when he's like, "Yep, mm-hmm. the world needs to know." 
You know what I mean? Like it's they've waited long enough. They need Chet Hanks's take on vaccines. And I'm going to give it to him. And probably right. psyching himself up a little bit to get into character. Yeah. Oh Come on, Chet Hanks. Come on, <laughs> do it now. <laughs> All right. Uh, Oscar, what you got? Okay. Well, listen, we, we got to talk about uh, Ms. Dolly Parton. Oh, we've just and got to. her huge mega leap into another branch of her career. She's mm-hmm. teaming up with uh, James Patterson. Right. Over a book. She's like co-writing a book with him called uh, Run, Rose, Run, Run, Rose, Run, it's called. Run, Rose, Run. And it's... it's a lot for the mouth. It's not just... Yeah, Run, Rose, Run. Um, and it's not just a novel that she's writing. She's also making a companion album, which Terrific. I think is, number one, bizarre. Has it been done before? Ever? I'm not sure. I don't think so. Hmm. But she's making a companion album to Run, Rose, Run about a pop star that is touring and also running away from her past. And, uh, you know, she's running away from the... It's this, like, insane thriller. Uh, And also, the pairing I never expected, but uh, desperately want. Uh, James Patterson and Dolly Parton, you know? Well, I mean, what's the last James Patterson book that James Patterson wrote? (laughs) I'm serious. Because, like, I think he just Mm. has, like, a stable... Of ghostwriters. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Because you see them and it's like James Patterson and also Diana Greenbaum or whatever. Um, it's like. That's it's, true. Yeah. That's so, true. Do you she's think getting a James team. She's Patterson into writes a family. his books anymore? Or do you no. think he hires someone else to write the books for I him? Actually, I think it's a, a computer program now. I think he's just like, he tosses it's in a few words. Like, he's like asking for a suggestion. Oh, um, okay, thank you. <laughs> Cat, diner, 1953. <laughs> and then the computer just takes care of it. What was that Netflix algorithm. show that was essentially that? I, it was, I it was oh. with, um, what are you talking about? It was yeah. with Seth Rogen and what's her name? She's problematic. Uh, she played it, she was in Cruella. Are you talking about no. Maniac? Maniac, yes, K. I'm talking. Okay. It was written by an well, algorithm. I'm actually about to call you out, Oscar, because what's problematic is confusing Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, very problematic. You know very. what? You know what? I apologize to Jonah Hill. This is my public apology. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am very sorry. I will make a donation okay. uh, and I will buy DVD copies of Superbad uh, for this egregious error that I have made. Wait, okay. what's the okay. donation? Where are you making the donation? I'm going to uh, a Walgreens and trying to buy all the Superbads <laughs> from the bin, from the yeah. $5 oh. bins. Yeah. Okay, so making a, a donation to Walgreens. Great. Um, okay, well, let's get into it. It's Chet versus Dolly. Keep those team names at the ready. They will be your buzz in words. Our first round is a game we're calling Based on a True Story. Uh, the mm. new Aretha Franklin biopic, Respect, starring Jennifer Hudson, otherwise known as, I, you have to just give her an Oscar now because she did Cats. Like, this <gasps> is, give her her redemption arc. Mm-hmm. Uh, it comes out in theaters this week, probably on streaming in, like, next Tuesday. Uh, here at Troubled Waters, biopics are fused into our DNA. The very first dispute yeah. that we ever resolved on the show was whether or not to call them biopics or biopics, like maniacs. Uh, diehards might know that Biopic actually won that contest, but that episode is not canonical. We will we will not be doing that. Uh, with that in mind, we're going to celebrate the Biopic. 
with a simple game of trivia questions about real biopics and how often they go astray, much like their subjects. Hmm. Uh, have those buzz in words at the ready. Number one, the 2001 action comedy American Outlaws tells a wildly revisionist history of what famous criminal? A, Billy the Kid, B, John Dillinger, C, Jesse James, or D, Doc Holliday? Uh, Chet. Yes, Kale. <laughs> really set myself up to take a villain turn on the show by giving myself the name Chet. Chet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Jesse James. That is correct. The film starred Colin Farrell as a version of Jesse James, who instead of getting assassinated by the coward Robert Ford, retired to Tennessee with Allie Larder. Uh, number two, Allie in 1980s, Allie Larder, the Give great wither Allie please. Larder. Come, Come on. on. Come on back, Allie Larder. Didn't she do, isn't she problematic? Didn't she do something? Oh, did she? Oh, then kooky? never mind in that case. I mean, Beyonce <laughs> pushed her down the stairs. Okay. I don't I think that see. movie. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what she did. I'm sure she is, though. She's probably problematic. Anyway, um, if she's not, well, then we're starting she's, a rumor. She's honestly, she can, only, she can only benefit from a, a rumor getting started about her at this stage. Um, okay, number two. In 1987, Todd Haynes directed Superstar, the Karen Carpenter Ooh. story, a biopic about the singer that was blocked by her brother. The film is notable for using what toys in place Chet, of Chet, actors? Chet. 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 Yes. Barbie dolls. Barbie dolls. You've seen it, obviously. Yes. Oh, good. Right. Taunting. I love Todd Haynes. Uh, it is, of course, out of circulation um, because uh, it used uh, Carpenter songs and Rich and Carpenter sued. But, you know, you can find it on YouTube if you want to break the law. Uh, and it's worth it. Okay, number three. Speaking of not getting the rights to the music, in 2013, Outcast frontman Andre 3000 starred in a biopic of a famous singer but wasn't able to use any of his music in the film. Who did Andre 3000 Dolly. play? Yes. Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix. You don't even need. You don't even need those <laughs> oh, choices. Oh, right. There's a multiple choice. Yeah, sorry. There was a multiple choice, but you didn't need them. Let's save some time. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about whether we would fuck Chet Hanks for 20 minutes. We gotta, we gotta <laughs> make up the time now, where we can. Now, would we fuck Andre 3000? Yes. Yeah. 100%. Wait, are Unanimous. we supposed to, are we supposed to chime in anytime someone's mentioned who we would fuck? Because we blew past Colin yeah. Farrell. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. Would we fuck Colin Farrell? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. Yes. A lot. More than once. Okay. Um, let's come back around to this after we are not recording. Ooh. Oh. <gasps> mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's put a pin on that. Okay. Let's put a pin in it. Let's put a pin <clears throat> in it. Um, anyway, yeah, that movie was set in the 60s before the release of Hendrix's first album. So there are cover songs that he would have... Uh, done at the time. Okay, number four. Uh, in the golden age of Hollywood, the biopic had an easier time kind of fucking with someone's story because most of the audience didn't have access to Wikipedia. Uh, but the 1956 Genghis Khan biopic, The Conqueror, should have known better, even still, when they cast what famously white male actor as Dolly the Park. famous Mongolian leader? Oscar? John Wayne? John Wayne. Yes. John Wayne, yeah. Mm. yeah. So, uh, there are a lot of historical inaccuracies in that movie, but... <laughs> A white guy. Putting a white guy in that role is a big one. Number five, more Todd Haynes biopic action for your ass. Uh, what of Which of the following actors did not play a version of Bob Dylan and I'm not there? Haynes' 2007 nonlinear meditation on Dylan's life. And you will need these choices. A, Jude Law. B, Heath Ledger. C, Kate Blanchett. D, Richard Gere. Uh, can you repeat the options again, please? Yes, I can. Jude Law, Heath Ledger, Kate Blanchett, Richard Gere. Uh, Chet. Yes. I I think it's Jude Law. 
It is Jude Law. Blanchett played uh, the version of Dylan when he went electric. Richard Gere played Billy the Kid in reference to a Sam Peckinpah film that uh, Dylan acted in. And Heath Ledger played a version of Dylan's mid-70s era. And also, it was the last of his film to be released during his lifetime. Bummer. Uh, Number six, not counting Disney's Pocahontas, which tops the list for obvious reasons. A 2020 article by Ranker lists the following four films as the least accurate depictions of a historical figure in film. Which one is the number one worst? A, The Greatest Showman, B, Birdman of Alcatraz, C, Braveheart, or D, Amadeus? Uh, Dolly? Yes. Amadeus? Nope. Oh, oh, Kale to steal. Chet to uh, steal. I, I hope it's The Greatest Showman. Nope, it is Braveheart. Really? Braveheart? Here's just a few of the fallacies in the movie. William Wallace was a member of Scottish nobility. The princess that he has an affair with in the movie was only a toddler at the time. And that's gross. Oh, okay. Um, and she also didn't come to England until well after Wallace was dead. Kilts would not be invented for 300 more years. Uh, oh. And the term Braveheart actually referred not to William Wallace, but to Robert the Bruce. Oh my God! So, what I feel so, lied to now. Yeah. Well, in other oh, words, Braveheart is about Bruce, as good right. at being history. Robert the Bruce. Right. Oh, duh. I, I do don't know that. how you get yeah. to be the <laughs> Bruce. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Mel Gibson, would we smash? Yes or no? Young Mel Gibson, absolutely. Mm-hmm. In, okay. in the past, before I knew better. Gallipoli, Year Same. of Living Dangerously, Mel Gibson? <laughs> yes. Yes, actually, yes. the most smashable Mel Gibson, for sure. Absolutely the most yeah. smashable. When did he not, be- when did he become unsmashable? Mm. What, what women want, I think. I think that oh. was the turning point in okay. the smashability of Mel Gibson. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I would say lethal weapon, too much hair. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, mm. just too much hair. Uh, okay, let's get right into our next. Oh no, the scores. Let's recap the scores. Oh my God, Chet's got three. Ooh. Dolly's got two. Hey, not bad. Okay, okay. very good. Okay. All right, it is Congrats now time for Chet. a round. We are calling hey. musical or schmusical. Uh, on the day that we are recording this, the season finale of the music theater parody series Schmigadoon was released on Apple TV, and because we never turned down an opportunity to play show tunes here on Troubled Waters. We thought we'd play a quick game using the songs from the show and the real Broadway songs that inspired them. We'll play you a clip. You tell us whether it's from a real Broadway show that inspired Schmigadoon or just from Schmigadoon. Okay? So, for example, if you heard this. Vagina is where the penis goes. Ovaries make eggs for you and me. The answer would obviously be Schmigadoon. That's an obvious, that's the most obvious parody on the show, so we gave it to you for free. Uh, for this round, our writers used the research of Vanity Fair's Chris Murphy, who's been tracking all of the musical references on the show throughout the season. Thanks, Chris. Let's begin. Thank you, Chris, for your <laughs> thank hard you, work. Chris. You will not. Yes, thank you. We all thank you, Chris. Um, these will be given to you directly, so you don't need to buzz in. Kale Hills, the first one is for you. Okay. Uh, tell me if this is a if this is real or a Schmigadoon parody. I find myself forgetting. All the things that bounce around my brain. Suddenly I want to... Ooh, that is... That's difficult. I'm going to say... It is difficult. Chet, we're not going to go easy on you. (laughs) I'm going to say... Let's say that that's Schmigadoon. That is Schmigadoon. The song Suddenly from Schmigadoon was inspired by the music man's Till There Was You and also songs from Hello Dolly and The Sound of Music. By the way, I cannot wait to see the Music Man revival with Hugh Jackman, who, show of hands, yes, right? Okay, yes, yes. Yesterday, today, and always. Yes. Would smash. Uh, Okay, 
Number two is for Oscar. Uh, listen. Hey, as if I were a bell, I'd be ringing from the moment we kissed tonight. Can I just tell the listener that you both reacted in the exact same way? Your eyes <laughs> rolled back into your head in ecstasy. You sh- you, it was Whoever beautiful. this is, gorgeous to watch. they're great. They're fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, this feels like, uh, oh, geez, Louise. See, musicals, that's my weeks. Oh, man. Oh, no. um, okay, let's see. Hmm. This feels like a, it's from a musical, from an actual musical. It is from an actual musical. It's If I Were a Bell from Guys and Dolls. It was okay. referenced on Schmigadoon as Enjoy the Ride. And that's the show. and that's the mafia is that the mafia one the gangster musical guys and dolls sort of yeah okay Look, I know nothing of guys tonight etc ah okay. I really don't know it all that well my own self but anyway what's your favorite yeah. musical Dave Company oh okay what's yours work um I like a chorus line oh it's all you know okay I've actually never seen it I've listened to it oh. many times but I've never seen it kill yeah. kill what's yours uh film. Singing in the Rain, mm. stage, the music man for sentimental reasons, not because it's mm. actually a good show. Yeah, but it is, though. <laughs> it's great. It's good. <laughs> I Sh- love it. How are you going to have really a song called Shapoopy? That's what you did. And the, the song is about what? It's about um, your little lady. You call her yeah. your Shapoopy. Oh, my God. I'm sorry my dog's <laughs> barking. <laughs> She's your Shapoopy. Yeah, it's... Um, it's yeah, it's ridiculous, but it's a 50s musical, and it should be, and right. I love it. It is a very close second for me. Oh. I do love. But I do love me some company. Um, oh, okay, Kale, number three is for you. I wonder what he'll think of me. I guess he'll call me the old man. I guess he'll think I can lick every other fella's father. Well, I can. That's real. That's a real song. That is real. That was Soliloquy from Carousel, which inspired You Done Tamed Me on Schmigadoon. Whoa. Let us take a pause for one moment while I put my dog in his crate and shame him. for <laughs> Okay. Number four is for you, Oscar. Let's hear it. Okay, Real this or schmigadoon? Straight up flashbacks to Lime in the Coconut for me. Um, okay, this feels like schmigadoon. It is schmigadoon. It's okay. corn pudding, a takeoff of A Real Nice Clam Bake, also from Carousel. Oh, okay. Mm. Yes, all right. But Real I feel hum. you on the coconut, the Harry Nilsson in there, too. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly, exactly, exactly. Kale, next one's for you. Let's hear it. Is my once a year day, once a year day. Felt the morning sun and knew that this was my once a year day, once a year day. Even got a kiss from you. Ooh, I have not heard this before, but I love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this feels like, um, is there a Christmas Carol musical? Could be that. Like I'm gonna say it, I'm going to say it's real. Well, it is real, but it's from the pajama game. It's once a year day. Oh. That was from the revival with Harry Connick Jr., evidently. Um, that song inspired Lovers spat on Schmigadoon. And is there a musical Christmas Carol? There has to be. I feel like within the last decade or so, they tried to make one. There but I don't, I don't know. And it just didn't work out. Mm, yeah. It was like Spider-Man, Turn Off the Dark. It just couldn't be done. It, it just can't be done. Yeah. Did you see You're that, powerful. by the way? 
Have you seen oh, that? One of my biggest regrets in life is not seeing. <laughs> saw it. Saw it on Broadway. You saw not it? Good. I sure did. Sure did. Did anything go awry? Unfortunately, no. It absolutely oh, everything so it was just went bad. off without okay. a hitch. So Man. we just saw a bad show that didn't make any sense. By the way, uh, I was going to say round two, but no, act two. The second act begins with the Green Goblin just doing crowd work. No. Yeah. You lie. Oh. What? No, it's fully, it's like 15 minutes of like crowd work from the Green Goblin. It's wow. wild as hell. That makes me sad. Wow. It's, what? it's not <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why any of it? Why any of it? Oscar number six is for you. Let's hear it. When you've got a job to when do, you've got a job to you do. must try with all you your heart. All Life's your profoundest heart. joys go to girls and boys who finish what they start. When faced with well, this is Smigadoon, but this it's based off of, I don't know. I'm not even trying to, I was trying to be oh, cute on. being like, I can reference it. No, I'm not going to okay. do that. It was Schmigadoon. It was inspired by a couple songs from The King and I, Whistle a Happy Tune, and Getting to Know You. Mm. So there we go. Kale, number seven is for you. Had his maid bring tea each morn. Turns out horny Bjorn, he loves servant porn. And proof went my play. See, this is tricky only because that is Jane Krakowski, mm-hmm. so it could go either way. Wow, Kale, I'm impressed. But I am, extra points that don't exist. I seriously, <laughs> you do well in the Mass Singer. Uh, if it was Jane Krakowski, <laughs> <laughs> only if it were Jane Krakowski. Um, I'm going to say that's also Schmigadoon. That was Schmigadoon. That was Always, Always, Never Get My Man, sung by Jane Krakowski, as you said. Wow. Inspired by Always True to You in My Fashion from Kiss Me Kate in my top 10 all-time show tunes, that one. Ooh. Yeah, it's worth looking up. That um, was Jane Krakowski in Kiss Me Kate, because that would have been a gag. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay. But so we'll have she to still hold could. on the gag. We'll I know, I'm, I'm not gagging yet, but I will gag when I find out. Put a pin in that gag. Right. Right. The pin is doing a lot of work. <laughs> Number eight, the final one is for you, Oscar. Let's hear it. Okay. Now, friends, let me tell you what I mean. You got one, two, three, four, five, six pockets in a table. Pockets that mark the difference between a gentleman and a bum with a capital B, and that rhymes with P, and that stands for pool. Stands for pool? Um, okay, this, okay, okay. I'm going to sound really dumb. But I believe this is from a musical. If it's not, I'll be so mad. And specifically from The Music Man, because I know Kale and I've heard this song before because of Kale. And it better not be a parody of that song because I'll be furious. And I'm going to say it's a musical. <laughs> it is a musical. That was Trouble. Oh from my the God. Music Man. Oh, so uh, you nailed it. Original that. cast recording, Robert oh. Preston doing his thing. Um, it has been parodied many, many times throughout our culture. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, The Simpsons, mm-hmm. and also on Schmigadoon by Kristen Chenoweth. Let's hear that. Oh. They're not loud, not trash, with their Tommy Rotten, flat doodle, clap, trap, and fiddle, faddle, and jiggery, polkery. Stirring up the cream while you're waiting for it to settle like vermin in the root cellar flies and a buttermilk and they're influencing. There, I said it. So there you Amazing. go. Amazing. I, um, the most terrifying thing I can imagine is being smiled at by Kristen Chenoweth. <laughs> But can you imagine Why? just the intensity Why? all fo- all focused on you? I don't know. I, I don't think I could. Yeah, yeah that is concentrated theater nerd energy, right? It at is you. a hot, hot laser of just like fucking cheer. 
I, I don't know if I can take it. I don't know if I could ever take it. That'd be a lot. Um, let's recap those scores at the end of round two. Oh my God. Oh, jeez. Seven, Dolly has Chet six. It is a Dolly. real wow. burn. Burner, you're evenly matched, you guys. We're going to take a little break. We're going to shake this off. We're going to have a little sippy sip of water. We'll be right back with more Troubled Waters after this a quick break. Soylent, they are the original food tech company. They make delicious, nutritious, nutrition products in convenient formats. You, of course, know them for the Soylent Complete Meal. Um, if you don't feel like eating, don't want to go to the trouble of cooking, but you do want a complete meal, you got it. Uh, it is a convenient, ready-to-drink shake or a powder. It provides 20 grams of plant-based protein, 39 essential nutrients, healthy fats, 400 calories of slower-burning carbs in one yummy serving. Um, I am a huge fan of Soylent Complete Energy. It is not your typical energy drink. It is the first complete nutrition nootropics shake to fuel your mind and your body. It is formulated with a proprietary blend of B vitamins, caffeine, L-theanine, L-tyrosine, alpha-GPC, plus 15 grams of plant-based protein and 39 essential nutrients. It is a very good way to keep you going throughout your day without big sugar highs and lows and swings and all the things that can really mess you up. I'm a big fan of Soylent. They're quick, they're easy, no cooking, no cleanup. It's balanced nutrition, rich in creamy chocolatey goodness uh, in their best-selling nutrient-packed complete meal. Balance your nutrition, babies. Do it with Soylent. Go to Soylent.com slash Troubled Waters to get 20% off your first order. That is Soylent.com slash Troubled Waters for 20% off your first order. If you're looking for a new comedy podcast, why not try the Beef and Dairy Network? It won Best Comedy at the British Podcast Awards in 2017 and 2018. Also, I there were no horses in this country until the, the mid to late 60s. Specialist bovine arsevet. Both of his eyes are squid's eyes. Yogurt buffet. She was married to a bacon farmer who saved her life. Farm-raised snow leopard. <laughs> Download it today. That's the Beef and Dairy Network podcast from MaximumFun.org. Also, maybe start at episode one or, weirdly, episode 36, which for some reason requires no knowledge of the rest of the show. Welcome back. That was a very quick break uh, to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes, with us playing Arkale Hills and Oscar Montoya. Our next round is called Music Vidi Who. Um, this year, in fact, it just happened on August 1st. It was the 40th anniversary of MTV. Oh, wow. First station to put music videos uh, at the forefront of his broadcasting. Later, the first music video station to stop playing music videos and start <laughs> playing Ridiculousness. All day long? That's literally what it was. On, the, on the day of the 40th anniversary, it was literally 48 episodes oh, of ridiculousness. Wow. I mean, how the back mighty have fallen. How the mighty have mm. fucking fallen. Here's what here's what it is. She's she's insecure about her age. <gasps> she's trying to be she's trying to yeah. appear young. She's trying to appear young. Oh, she they yes. they are, and this is this is just the way that it is. They are terrified of using the young, losing the young audience. The, that right. by the way, they lost. 15 years ago. Right. But right. They're, they're so terrified that if they if they acknowledge that they're 40, that like 13-year-olds won't watch. But 13-year-olds won't watch mm. anything. You know what I mean? At like it's, all, Cable exactly. TV is crumbling around us. So like make use of your fucking library Also to think that shows. ridiculousness is the show that'll get the youngsters to watch yeah. is a little yeah. silly to me. 
Yeah, it's just, I don't know, it must be doing well because oh, it literally wow. is the only thing that's ever on. They like take a break <laughs> once a week to play Mean Girls and then it's back oh, to ridiculousness. Um, anyhow, all right, so in this round, I'm going to describe a music video to you with my words and I'll give you a choice of artists. You tell me who did it. Um, have your buzz in words. Ret to go. Number one, a woman goes into a dentist's office only to find out that her dentist is a gorilla. <laughs> she then steals a diamond from the gorilla dentist and throws it into her truck, which has grown a human mouth with teeth. Is this a video by Bjork or Lady Gaga? Chet. Chet. Uh, Bjork. Yes. Bonus point if you can tell me which song. Um, or make up a convincing sounding Bjork <laughs> Yeah, something probably. Oh, this. Oh, I know this one. This one is Pro Don Miamica. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> no, it's, I don't um, know. Is it don't Army know. of it's, Me? It's Army of Me. Yes. <gasps> I knew it and I got nervous. God damn it. See, the, actually, I don't. Unfortunately, I don't yourself. know Bjork, but I knew it was not Lady Gaga. Mm. Okay. Right, you're a gorilla you are, dentist. That that's too much for Lady Gaga. Even everything mm-hmm. she's ever done. I went to a Bjork virtual reality exhibit at a, what? a, a museum in London. Yeah, they put a headset on you, and it was like there were moments where you were inside her. There was a video. Mm. Literally, the camera was inside her mouth. Um, so you're like you're just you're in her head. Get it was out of here. it was intense. It was oh, intense. cool. <laughs> Uh, number two, a lobster in a tank at a black tie event watches other lobsters get eaten while the artist sings in the background. The lobster is then saved when the black tie event, which turns out to be on the Titanic, is flooded. There's a little hint that the artist sunk the Titanic to save the lobster. Dua Lipa or Rita Ora? <laughs> not the two artists I would ever expect to have a video like that. Was not One of them really does, Oscar. One of them does. Okay. Uh, Dolly. <laughs> yes. I'm going to say Dua Lipa. You're correct. <laughs> what song? Want to take like a guess? More, Want to take a guess a as to which song? Um, uh, you know, I, I'm not familiar with Dua's, uh, uh, you know, song. Uh, I, I, Levitating is a song I know that she sings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to mm-hmm. guess that. No, it's uh, We're okay. Good. It's on okay. the, uh, the bonus mm. version of uh, Future Nostalgia. Okay, ah. number three, a 12-step style meeting where many of the attendees are played by the artist whose video it is. One wears a oh. kimono, one is in a woolly hat, one is in heavy makeup. Is this a song or a video for a song by Alanis Morissette or Elton John? Uh, Chet. Yeah, um, Kale? This is, this is Alanis. It is Alanis. Point to you. Bonus point if you can tell me the song. God, I don't remember, but it's not... From Jagged Little Pill, right? It's from the follow-up. Nope. No, I'm saying like her newer stuff, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is for the song Reasons I Drink from her latest album, um, Eucalyptus Masturbation Time. (laughs) I don't know know what it is. I just made that up. Um, Okay. Number four, the artist is wearing a pink suit and glittery eye makeup, having their hair set in a salon. They turn out to be a vampire. They fly around manipulating oh. crowds, maybe through telekinesis. And at one point, they deflate a non-vampire version of themselves. Is it Jake Shears or Ed Sheeran? Dolly. Mm-hmm. Jake Shears seems like a freakazoid cuckoo enough to do this music video. So I'm going to say Jake Shears. Well, you're wrong. It's Ed Sheeran. Ah! It's his new song, Bad Habits. Well, well, go. well. He's there a vampire in that video. Okay. He's, He's pale vampire. enough. I'd buy yes. it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. Hair, makeup, well budget, nothing. 
Nothing, yeah. zero. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, number five. The band play a baseball game against some scary-looking robots. This is interspersed with the robots playing other sports and one shot of a robot garnishing some sushi. Is it The weekend or The Strokes? Uh, Dolly. Dolly. It's The Strokes. It is The Strokes. Yes. Do you know I remember song? this video. Oh, God, what's the name of the song? I don't, I can't, I don't know it, but. Wow. It's it's a good song and the video. Give great. up on yourself so easily, Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I don't know it, I don't know. Oscar, you know? we believe in you. <laughs> okay, on. what about it, tomorrow night? That's the name nope, of the song. Nope, it's the adults are talking. No, Oscar. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I can't believe you thought you could get that. Yeah. <laughs> Think twice. Think thrice. Sorry. Before you Egg on my face. I apologize. Think at all. <laughs> think. <laughs> yeah. Just once. think. Think at Aretha Franklin biopic. <laughs> Mm. Um, Okay, Uh, finally, number six. A woman works in the kitchen of a large house cutting and cooking potatoes. The potatoes watch her. Oh, ah, fuck. Wait. Uh, Tara Whack. Tara Whack. What's Ah. the song? Oh, Unemployed? Yes. Mm. Wow. The kids are watching Tara Whack videos. Oh, my God. She's an icon. Wow. Especially with her music videos. Oh, my God. She really... Revive huh. that. Oh my gosh, she's incredible. Whack World? Yeah, oh. Whack World is like a a moment. I don't Love know her. anything about it. I feel <gasps> Dave, are you serious? You gotta yes, watch it. Yes, I'm 100% oh, serious. Oh, please, you have to. Please, please, okay. please do Kale and I a favor and watch Whack World. It's okay. what? How long is it, Kale? It's 15 minutes. It's her, her whole album. That. I can make that happen. Yeah. It's okay. the, she's fucking incredible. Oh my gosh. We okay. stand her. Done. We stand her Done. here. All right, mm-hmm. great. At the end of that round, let's recap those scores. Oh my God, there's been a reversal Stop of it. fortune, and it was it was that bonus point that really did it, the trick. Dolly's got ten, was. Chet's got nine. Tara Whack can do no wrong. Holy shit! Okay. Uh, okay, we're gonna take another little break, and we'll be right back. Hey, Jay Keith. Hey, Helen. Hey, you've got another true false quiz for me? Yep. Our trivia podcast, Go Fact Yourself, used to be in front of a live audience. True. Turns out that's not so safe anymore. Correct. Next. Unfortunately, this means we can no longer record the show. False. The show still comes out every first and third Friday of the month. Correct. Finally, we still have great celebrity guests answering trivia about things they love on every episode of Go Fact Yourself. Definitely true. And for bonus points, name some of them. Recently, we've had uh, Ophira Eisenberg, plus tons of surprise experts like Yardley Smith and Suzanne Summers. Perfect score. You can hear Go Fact Yourself every first and third Friday of the month with all the great guests and trivia that we've always had. And if you don't listen, well, then you can go fact yourself. That's the name of our podcast. Correct. Woo! Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I'm Dave Holmes. I'm your host. Our players are Kale Hills and Oscar Montoya. It is now time for an old favorite game of ours that we like to call Lost Lyrics. I'm really looking forward to this one, y'all. We are recording this episode on the morning of Friday the 13th. So we wanted to celebrate the horror genre by playing a little game inspired by some of the greatest horror (laughs) movie and TV songs of all time. Can I just say rigged? (laughs) Rigged. This whole episode not rigged, is rigged. Not rigged. No you kale. A music you video get right. category and a horror mm-hmm. category. Those are Oscar's two best. But here's areas. the thing. Here's the thing, Kale. You don't. You don't need to know the genre. Here's here's oh, the thing. Okay. These these <laughs> famous horror movie and TV theme songs do not have lyrics. Oh. The, the lyrics mm. were mysteriously killed. 
at a summer camp <laughs> while you were having sex. Um, sleepaway and now, camp. <laughs> we were uh, sleepaway camp. Oh my god, I have oh seen god. that recently. Recently, Heavens not for the first time, Dave. Yeah, for the first time. Just never got Dave. around to it. I don't like the oh. genre. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. But yeah, it is. It's something else. Holy cow. Um, okay, so here's the thing. Um, uh, we are now here to take revenge on you by forcing you to come up with and sing a set of lyrics for us to each of these oh, songs. Whoever no. does the best Did you say bad sing? job of coming up with lyrics for these oh, themes okay. will win whatever amount of points I decide to give you. Um, because I am uh, a, a, a serial killer who can't die. Um, Kale, we'll start with you. Um, you will sing the lyrics to the iconic horror theme from The Exorcist. Let's let's listen to it through once, just so you have a sense for the, the tune. Okay. Okay. So The Exorcist, if you're not familiar, it's got a possessed girl, it's got an old priest and a young priest, it's got a demon who barfs, um, and now a song from the depths of your soul. Kale, let's hear it. Do you know who I am? I am the Exorcist. Turn and look, look me in the eye. And I will tell you why. Because I love you. Yes, I love you so much. <laughs> so okay, what's um? It's what is an exorcist? Story. What's wow. an exorcist in in your mind? When I say <laughs> the word exorcist, like what you know, what happens who inside? Is, it has a, a, an inner part of their self that they're not um, usually comfortable showing, but the show is about. Learning to be comfortable with that part of yourself and turning heads. Mm. <laughs> As a result, it. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. it. I like yeah. super good. Was it, was, it was? It was, and yeah, I like I like the fact that in your version, the Exorcist himself is a demon. I should have done it in Latin. I should have mm-hmm. done it in Latin. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say that is my one note for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> gonna have an extensive note session after this. Um, that was good. Four points to you for that one for kind of I'll reimagining take it. I'll take it. the whole franchise. Um, Oscar, now it's your turn. We're gonna oh play you God. the theme song from Halloween. Let's hear it. Huh. Okay. Halloween, it's got JLC, Jamie Lynn Curtis, um, a, a knife-wielding maniac in a Captain Kirk mask. Um, it's been rebooted so goddamn many times, and Woo. it's not going to stop anytime soon. Not at all. Um, let's hear your lyrics for the Halloween theme song. <laughs> okay. On October 31st, you will meet a man that will kill you if your name is Laurie Strode. Don't babysit on this specific day if you live in Pasadena. (laughs) On October 31st, Uh. you will meet a man who will kill you. (laughs) Now, you know, story-wise, no points because, of course, he can't kill Laurie Strode. Right, I don't think he ever. I don't think he, he will even try in to. Any he will try of, to. He will try to. But mm-hmm. you said he will kill you. You said he <laughs> that's will true. kill. That's you. true. That's true. Um, but I really liked it. I really, I, I like that <laughs> as like a horoscope on October thirty first. <laughs> Taurus, yeah, you're right. It you is. will meet a man who kill will kill you. 
three points to you for that one. Um, Kale Hills, the truth is out there, and that truth is that we have conspired to finally get lyrics to the X-Files theme song. Let's hear it. Okay. You know the show. It's got aliens and stuff. It was on Fox. (laughs) Friday nights. Somebody smoked a cigarette, I think. At some point. At some point. Uh, Let's hear those words starting now. Christian, hit it! Do you see what I see? A creepy little dude. Is he really real? Together we'll discover the X Files. And you know what? You really captured the spirit of that show. Week after week, they'd see a creepy little dude. <laughs> And they would do it together. I'm sold. I I would watch the show. I would watch that show. Wouldn't have watched it before when it was critically acclaimed, but now that you've heard, (laughs) exactly, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now that it's just, it's like, what creepy little dude are they going to find tonight? (laughs) Better watch. Better watch. Don't don't call me between eight and nine on Friday. I'm watching the X Files. Uh, Six points to you for that one. Great, great, thank you. Um, And David Duchovny. 100%. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Nice oh wow, we're divided. Wow. We're a house divided. Christian and Oscar oh, uh, say yes, as do I. Kale, Kale says no. Those lips. I wouldn't wouldn't turn him away, but I'm not going to be like chasing. If you had to, okay. Mm. I <laughs> Long ago, this is one of my favorite. This is back when Twitter didn't make you want to die. Um, Casey Wilson posted. Um, I'm so naive that when I read that David Duchovny was going to rehab for sex addiction, I thought he was having too much sex with his wife. Oh, oh Casey. <laughs> oh, sweet Casey. That's so sweet. That's so oh. sweet. Uh, okay, Oscar Montoya, bring us home with the very vintage theme to the anthology horror series, The Twilight Zone. You know it, but let's hear oh, it. Wow. Yeah. This is this one. This is really going to make or break you, Oscar oh, Montoya. God. You know, it's a different, know. a different chilling story each week, but nothing like the terror you must be feeling in your soul right now. Um, let's hear your lyrics to the iconic theme song from the Twilight Zone. DJ okay. Christian, hit it. Ruster lingo's in and tells you crazy stories. Ed, <laughs> what is happening? It's a place that doesn't exist, the Twilight Zone. <laughs> I'm sorry, how did you, what was the name that you started this thing with? Rod Sterling. Oh, it's Rod Sterling. <laughs> the host of the Twilight, well now it's Jordan Peele, but. Well, yes, Sterling. it is now Jordan Peele, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. okay. And so he, he gives you, what does he do? He tells you stories. He tells you stories, okay. <laughs> Accurate. Of things that are going on, and then things I say that are what happening. is happening. Yeah, and exactly. They say, and say what is happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like there, there was there was so many deeper levels you could have taken us to, Oscar. I really, 
Oh, I'm more of an outer stories. limits person myself. Oh, so Twilight okay, Zone okay. Is. Cool. All right, you're a little more, you're a little more niche. Great. Okay. Cool. Your interests are just a little more refined than mine, I guess. And I guess that's what it is. You just you go a level deeper, I guess. But not on this one. You didn't. Zero points to you for that one, oh Rod Sterling. Here, I'll take it. I'll Rod take it. Sterling, make me want to barf. Uh, all right, the scores are being recapped right now. I'm Oof. pissed off. <laughs> Chet's got 19. Dolly's got 13. Chet oh, Hanks 13. wins. Wow. You are our pundit emeritus. Chet Hanks and your beautiful eyes and your stupid head. <laughs> um, you're the most important story. You're what everyone's talking about right now. Wow. Well oh, done. good. I'm so glad I won. And we now live in a world where Chet Hanks is more important than Dolly Parton. Yep. Well, you did it. You did it. <laughs> um, all right. So now it's plug time. Tell us what you're working on. And then to write the karmic balance in the universe, tell us something someone else made that you want everyone to know about. Kale? Um, I am just surviving the pandemic. I'm doing a lot of writing. So uh, uh, nothing, nothing really to plug on my end. Um, uh, but... Everybody already knows about White Lotus, but if oh, you haven't seen it, we just it just got it renewed for season two. It's my favorite thing in the world right now. It is really, really good. Yeah, I, we're caught up in time for the finale. I'm so excited. Um, yeah. and even in saying that, I'm worried that we aren't fully caught up and that you're going to say something, going to spoil something for a future episode for me. Um, but yeah, no, I absolutely love it. Um, oh, Jake Lacey. Oh, Yeah. Jake Lacey that is basically yeah yes I don't yeah. know who that who is that he's are you watching the White Lotus no <laughs> yeah. uh, do you see the obvious child yes he's the guy in the obvious child ah okay oh yes mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. yes Smashable. we all say yeah. yes it's yeah. unanimous <laughs> yeah Jake Lacey and particularly in the show he's kind of he's such an asshole that I'm like oh boy I really I uh, that that's, that does something to me yeah. Uh, Oscar Montoya. Um, what are you working well, on and what do you want the world to know about? I am. I uh, right now I am hosting a show, a podcast called Podcast Killed the Video Star. And it is a music video podcast where uh, me and uh, my co-host Mano Agapian, uh. we are on a quest to find the definitive top 100 music videos of all time. And the way the, wow. that that works is that we nominate a video each week and then... Uh, the listeners decide which one of our music video picks gets to be in the top 100 video list of all time by going on our Instagram page at podcast killed the video star. Dave, we need to have you on the podcast because adoy, but we're saving you for a very special Let's episode. Oh, um, really? Uh-huh. And, but I, oh, yes. So then I get to bring in. A yes, video exactly. Get you get, to, okay. yes, you get to bring Oof. in a video that you think oh should God. be in the top 100 music videos. Some of the, oh I mean, honestly, God. we bring in some of our strong contenders and the audience will vote on the most random some of the most random music videos are on the top 100 music video list that oh, we're I like need to, oh I need to see okay this list interesting right now. interesting um but uh yeah it's it's very fun it's very cool we're a quarter of our way done so we're we're just trudging along so yeah follow oh us God. at podcast kill the video star on instagram wowie zowie okay it's great and, and then uh, some, someone else did okay so okay recently the thing that I need to bring to everyone's attention, I recently saw the Gumby movie for the first time. <laughs> mm. Mm. It's not, 
I mean, y'all need to watch this. It's one of the weirdest pieces of media I have ever seen in my entire life. I've never been a big fan of Gumby at all. Like Gumby is something that I totally miss pop culture wise. Uh, But I saw this movie and I still have no idea what Gumby is, who the target audience for Gumby is. It's definitely Mm -hmm. not children. Um, And Art Cokie, the the, uh, creator of Gumby, is this like big uh, sort of psychedelic guy. Uh, So it makes sense in that context. But please, everyone, please watch Gumby the movie. It is amazing. Wow. Uh, That's... (laughs) I mean, it was released in 1995. I mean, this is old media, but, you know, we got to, you know, we got to respect our elders. You know what I mean? We got to respect our elders. I don't like the way that you said that. That (laughs) tone was really, (laughs) it really offended me in a deep way. (laughs) Um, All right. I am Dave Holmes. I have a podcast dropping in October about uh, another famous music video. And that's all I can say now. What? Um, Yeah. Um, so just watch watch the skies for news about that. And I would like to recommend Watch the Sound, the Mark Ronson music documentary show on mm. Apple TV+. Plus. It's all about music technology. It is, uh, it's great. It's informative. And if you don't care about the subject matter, you can hit mute and just watch him wear a series of terrific outfits. Um, mm. Mark Ronson, would we? Mm. Oh, I don't know if I know what he I looks would, like. Actually. You would. You would. I'm okay. answering for you. You would. <laughs> I'm what a, I think you would, Kale. I think you would, yeah. What a horny episode of Troubled Waters this has turned out to be. I really want to thank everyone. Um, Kale Hills, Oscar Montoya, thank you so much for playing Troubled Waters. You there with the headphones. Thank you for listening. And we will see you next time on Troubled Waters. Bye. You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing with Kale Hills. Thanks for having me. Oscar Montoya. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Lady Tron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. And our producers are Christian Duenas. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. And Laura Swisher. And we love you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>